Folks, welcome into a new episode of Degenerate Danger Zone. I'm your host, Ty B, joined by Meerkat. It is another Champions League Tuesday, match day number three. And it's the one thing all Americans care about today is who is going to win in the Champions League and who is going to give me some free money. But first, a shout out for our sponsor, Pazda Electric. Give them a shout at 716-698-2711 today. They can help with any residential or commercial project, anything from new house wiring, backup generator installations. Possibly if anything goes wrong this winter, they're must have. So give them a call again, 716-698-2711. Let them know Trainwreck Sports sent you. Meerkat, before we get into the Champions League, we got something to talk about, something to hash out here. Public enemy number one of degenerates everywhere, Danny Dimes, you're dead to us. He crushed the dart. He crushed anyone who had, you know, minus two and a half, minus three, minus six and a half. Stefan, sorry about that one, bro. That sucks. Um, my boy Vogues had a thousand dollar parlay in the last leg was bucks minus two and a half. It's absolutely heartbreaking what Danny Dimes went down and did. I, I, I couldn't believe that he, he got that touchdown there late. I hate Danny Dimes. I wish, I wish the folks listening at home could see my like face right now. Cause that was just disgusting. You know, Jason Garrett too. Fuck you. You, I don't know. Plays like shit all game. And that happens. It's just killer for the dart. I mean, it's killer. So many people we know, so many DDZ riders, people in DDZ were on the bucks, you know, at nice live lines or keys down lines, three and stuff. You're like, oh, that's guaranteed free money against the Giants. Nope. After just an awful game all game, Danny Dimes does that with 28 seconds left. You hate to see it. I'm so happy they missed it. I mean, it should have been a PI. They should have got another go at it but they didn't get the two point conversion. Just let them lose. I mean, <laughs> dude, that was the worst part because if they would have got the two point conversion, if they would have called that penalty, everyone who had, you know, any spread but, yeah. down or less would have had a chance. Yeah. I, I was just, I just didn't want the giants to even have a chance. I know I feel bad for the people that had the bucks though, too, but the dart can't win every game. It's all right. We're still, uh, I mean, 10 and two in our last 12. I'm okay with that. And we can't say, you know what happens after a loss anymore, because last time we said that we went on a, yeah. a five game skid. So yeah. And the darts going to be like us today, just trying to find something on the champions league. That's all there really is on the slate for everybody. Um, tomorrow. Luckily we got midweek action to help us out along with the rest of the champions league matches, but let's start out here into the champions league. Meerkat, what do you got for your first play? My first play is a game me and you have been talking about a ton of huge breaking news yesterday for Ajax as 11 players out with COVID now. They didn't say who exactly had COVID, but they announced who wasn't traveling with the team, so it's pretty easy to guess who. And they're out there without their whole starting midfield. You know, Tadic, Gravenberch, Klaasson, and their goalie, Onana, their backup goalie all going to be out today. That team is in shambles. Instead of the money moving in Michelin's favor, it's kept coming in on Ajax. And it's just like, I don't understand what's going here. Michelin's a scrappy team. They're not good, I guess, but they're good enough for European football. They've been in European football before. Yes, consistently. And in the they're, Champions not League, like, not just Europa. Yeah, it's not like this is their first time on a big stage. They've faced good teams. They can play well. 
And, you know, Ajax is traditionally bad against Denmark. I don't like to go against, like, history stuff here, but it's a nice little tidbit. Um, their last win was in 07 against a Denmark team in any European competition. They just don't play too well against them historically. And Michelin's a really good home team. I don't know. So I'm going to take Michelin, draw no bet plus 220 versus Ajax right now. I think they could easily draw this game. I think they could squeak out a win. Going to wait to see those lineups come out, maybe put some more action on it, but just so much value. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm riding the Michelin train. I was calling you immediately as soon as I got the news. Mm-hmm. I was calling everybody. I got a couple of buddies on, on the play. I'm waiting to see the lineups to see, you know, how much I'm going to put on them. Um, lineups come out about an hour before the game around 2 p.m. So stay, you know, tuned to DDZ. We'll probably be posting uh, something about that, just, you know, pointing out what's going on because if Ajax are maybe without a couple other guys, who knows if, you know, between the test the other day and now someone has picked up symptoms and isn't feeling well or something else is happening. So there could be breaking news on that at any point. So you got to stay vigilant. It's similar to what's happening in the NFL right now. You got to be all over it. I don't know how they're not refunding Packers betters. Um, They're playing with the COVID on the field. Doesn't make any sense. Come on. You got to give me my money back on that one. Right. Meerkat. Terrible. Right. That was disgusting. Terrible. I thought so, that, I was so confident in that parlay. Thank God we didn't give it to the people. <laughs> oh, yeah. So my first play, I'm I'm going to start with that game. I'm going with the both teams to score in the Michelin Ajax game. And I'm parlaying that with the both teams to score in the uh, Shakhtar Munchen Gladback game. I think that should be a real good play for you about plus 112. Um, we talked about that Ajax Michelin game a bit, but you know, Ajax is backup goalie. I like Michelin to score. Ajax still has most of their attacking pieces, so they should be able to get forward and get one as well. Anthony's a guy I really like. David Neres, maybe to score. Um, probably some good choices there if you're looking at someone from Ajax. And then this Shakhtar Donetsk, um, Munchen Gladback game. I think they're two pretty evenly matched teams. Um, and Historically, Shakhtar Donetsk have played German teams lately to a lot of draws. Um, Post-2000 versus Germans, there are six wins, eight draws, and six losses last year. Um, Their last four home matches against German teams have ended in draws, so I like that to sort of continue, but both teams to score. Um, I think the draw on that one might be the right play as well, plus 285, but both teams should score maybe a one, one possibly getting to two, two, but I don't know if uh, with Dentino out and possibly uh, Pedro dos Santos out as well. uh, That would be much tougher for Donetsk to score, but I still like both teams to score in that one. I I like there to be a lot of goals today across the entire board. Uh, That's why I'm going to go with the Atlanta Liverpool over three and a half. I have not had good luck lately betting soccer overs kind of might might be a little curse at the general or something. I don't know what's going on here, but I love the Atlanta Liverpool over three and a half and it's, pretty low at minus 106 I mean these are both teams that can pretty much score at will with managers who don't abandon the attacking play style pretty much ever in any situation and um, you know they both are pretty conceding goals at a pretty high rate this year too it's just you know two teams I think can easily score three or four each in this game break the over themselves because both of the defenses are 
a little bit suspect. There's good players, but just the play style and formations leave them vulnerable. And there's been over four goals in 11 of the last 12 games for Atlanta in total across all competitions. I, I love that line today. Another over I really like, Bayern Munich, Red Bull, Salzburg. Mm-hmm. Salzburg has eight of their last 11 UCL outings over three and a half, not two and a half, but three and a half. That's a big number. And that's what the numbers at again today, but that should be able to get over because you look at this Bayern team, they're averaging a goal differential of 3.08 goals per game and wins over their last 13 because they've won their last 13 outright in the champions league. And I think that'll, that should continue if you, if you like looking at a team to put in a parlay, Bayern should be able to win um, against uh, pot three opponents, which they're, you know, they're ranked pot one, two, three, four. So you kind of get a good dispersal of talent. Um, There's seven wins and one draw in their last eight against pot three teams. So um, you should very much like using Bayern today. Uh, maybe you look at Dominic Sobischlai to score for, Red Bull Salzburg, he has been phenomenal for them lately. A big goal against Atletico last week. I think he scored in match day one as well for Salzburg. The kid is absolutely unbelievable. The young hung- Hungarian wonder kid. He is phenomenal. A name to watch out for. He's probably going to be sold, you know, over the next year for 70, 80, 100 million. It's going to be unbelievable to see what that kid can do, Meerkat. Yeah, he's quite a talent. I, there's such a good crop of talent in soccer right now all across Europe. Young talent, too, including American talent. It's it's cool to see. Um, I'm pretty sure we get the submissions for the U.S. national team's did next I, round uh, of friendlies today, right? Did I did yeah. I uh, send you the, the big news? No, what's the big news? Valencia breakout star Eunice Musa has taken a U.S. men's national team call-up. He spent his youth um, playing for the England national team, but he was born in New York, and it looks like we're going to see him playing with the U.S. team. And, yep, actually, I just got the update from ESPN. He will be on the team. That's incredible. Wow. He just scored his – he just scored his first goal for Valencia in La Liga over the weekend at 17 years old, the youngest to ever score for Valencia. So that is huge for this team. Another attacking player who can play on the wide uh, midfield can play in, in the middle if you need as well. Um, but you look at this team, you got Conrad De La Fuente, Pulisic, Gio Reyna, Josh Sargent, Tim Weah, yes. Tyler Adams, uh, Richard Ledesma, from PSV, who just actually got his first assist over the weekend as well. He's only 16, 17 as well. Weston McKinney. I'm so ready to watch this team play. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be incredible. I, it's the first time, you know, I, I was excited back, you know, the last World Cup for the U.S. just because I didn't really know much. But mm-hmm. looking back on it now as a soccer fan, to just be known as, you know, Landon Donovan is our most iconic player ever. No disrespect against Landon Donovan there, but this is this is probably the best crop of talent. I mean, even the even the goalkeepers, <laughs> even the goalkeepers. Oh, yeah. Ethan Horvath starts for Brugge. Zach Steffen is the backup for Manchester City, has but he's really been getting an expanded role there this season. And their third keeper that they're going to have is Chaturu Odunze, who's with Leicester. Like this, this crop of talent, it's unbelievable. Even the defense, yeah. John Brooks is in 
the Bundesliga. Reggie Cannon plays in the Portugal top league. Dest, obviously, with Barcelona. Matt Miazga is on loan to Anderlecht, but he's in the Chelsea uh, program. Tim Reams with Fulham. Uh, Chris Richards is with Bayern. And Anthony Robinson's also with Fulham. Fulham. It's it's unbelievable to see where all the talent is. I can't wait. There's going to be that Wales game against our Gareth Brooks or Gareth Bale. It's going to be very, very tough. I'm who I can't wait for that one. I can't wait. I'm hammering the U.S. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You I feel like U.S. might be. Yep. Oh, yeah. Here's the update about it right here about uh, Musa. Love to see that. Yeah. U.S. is going to be undervalued to start things out. I think I love them. I love these young, scrappy kids. There's a few vets still on the team. I mean, I'm I'm okay if Jose Altador doesn't make the squad, but we'll see what happens there. But you were talking about Bayern today as a nice money line parlay. I have a nice two-unit money line parlay I'm running today with Atletico's money line against uh, Locomotive, Man City's money line, and Bayern's money line. Pays a nice plus 125. Honestly, I'm most worried about Bayern, but I'm an NBAB guy. Never bet against Bayern. They've made me tons of money, especially in the Champions League. I think my one of my first shows on DDZ back in August, I I took Bayern every which way possible in one of the games and made a mm-hmm. killing. And I, I, there's a team I love to bet. I like Atletico today. Um, you know, Moscow, they've been uh, beaten by four times by Atletico uh, in European competitions. Now, twice last year, Atletico beat them 2 nothing yeah. twice. Um, so it's not like they haven't played each other in forever. It's a team Atletico's, you know, recently had good success over. Uh, they only have uh, one loss since the new season started. And that in September, and that was to Bayern in match day one of this Champions League. So, I like Atletico a lot. I think City cleans up. And then Bayern, you know, Salzburg might be feisty there, but I can't bet against them. Oh, no. It's it's tough. It's tough. Um, obviously, Red Bull Salzburg have done a good job, and they just bought another young American midfielder who's going to potentially focus uh, or feature for, for the U.S. in the upcoming years too, Ben Aronson. Um He'll be joining in the winter window. He's uh, finishing out the MLS season here first before he goes over to join Salzburg. He could be in the Champions League with them as well. Who knows what happens? But I'd love to see it. The dart will be on the Champions League. That'll be coming out very soon. Meerkat, you got anything else before we get out of here? Uh, Another kind of waiting on the lineups to put more on it. Just a half unit play right now, but I'm taking Inter's draw no bet plus 215 against Real. Real's been shaky in these Champions League so far. You saw them draw Gladbach. You saw them lose to Shakhtar. And they're without pretty much their entire starting defense. Militar's out. Carvajal's out. Nacho's out. Oh, Julio Zola's out. So that defense is in shambles. But the big thing I'm waiting for is the lineups for Inter because Lukaku is going to be a last-minute, pretty much game-time decision to be in the squad or not. He's taking an 11th-hour fitness test. We'll see how he does. If he's in the lineup, I'm going to hammer this play. I think Inter can easily beat Real if Lukaku's in that lineup. You're going to have Skriniar and Sanchez available for you off the bench today, too, if need be. Uh, Right now, it's a half-unit play if Lukaku is in full unit. Absolutely love it. Inter can score, especially if that Real Madrid defense does what it's been doing in the Champions League thus far. Rafael Varane own goals and everything else. Absolutely terrible. 
But that'll do it for us for DDZ today on the beginning of match week three, Tuesday of the Champions League. The only thing we have, but we're keeping it rolling. Make sure you call Paz Electric for any of your electrical needs, 716-698-2711. Get out there, hammer your books, hammer the creek, whatever it is. If you, if you need to, travel down to Pennsylvania, go bet on the Bulls for tomorrow. We'll be breaking that all down, the action with some more Champions League. So make sure you stay tuned and follow us at Degenerate Zone on Twitter. Good night now.